Hey, welcome to the Black Knight Nation podcast. I'm your host, Sal Interdonado. The Black Knight Nation podcast is hosted uh, is brought to you by Higher Echelon. Higher Echelon is a trusted partner in organizational excellence. Higher Echelon is uh, owned by Joe Ross, former Army fullback, former Army assistant coach, and former Army officer. And we're going to bring back, uh, for the second time on the Black Knight Nation podcast, former Army football captain, Andrew King. Andrew, thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah, I mean, we were talking uh, earlier in the week about these new Army uh, Navy, the Army jerseys for the Army Navy game, right? And how um, United We Stand is the uh, slogan. And, you know, I saw at the bottom of um, the uh, bottom of the website there said that Andrew King was involved in, 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 in this uh, in, in the jersey. So I texted you and I asked you what, what the deal was. And, uh, you know. Tell us a little bit about how um, that happened. That I guess you were um, the photos that we see of the jerseys um, for the promos are are you? Uh, yeah. So fortunately, I was. You know, I was. Uh, they asked me if I would be willing to do it, and of course, I, I jumped at any uh, any opportunity to to be a part of you know Army football. So it was it was no brainer for me. Um, being my second time doing this, uh, I also I was involved in the Tenth uh, Mountain um, photos as well. But yeah, so yeah, these these jerseys are are awesome, and, and what they represent, what they stand for, is even better than how they look. So um, yeah, as being a part of that is very special. Yeah, I mean, this is what this is. It's the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven, right? Um, it's a couple months after the twentieth anniversary, actually. So this is being played at. Uh, MetLife Stadium, yeah. right? And I know Andrew, you grew up in New York, right? Um, I don't know if MetLife, I don't know if Giant Stadium is a place or MetLife Stadium is a place where you watch football games. Was it when you were a kid or now? Um, maybe named differently. Y- yeah, I think, I, yeah. I just, you know, it's a, it's pretty close to the city, pretty close mm-hmm. to um where 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 nine eleven happened and I know that you know nine eleven is is something that you hold close to with your dad, right? So yes. I mean it's just I mean what do you think are you you're gonna be at are you gonna be at this uh, the game next Saturday or absolutely I had this circled um as soon as they announced there was gonna be uh held at MetLife I had circled a couple years back knowing I was gonna be you know at this game. What do you think it's gonna mean to 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 be in the stands for this one and to you know um has has a lot of meaning there, uh, maybe yeah. for you and as an army football player and just you know. Yeah, it's it, it's a very consequential game. I, I don't know who was broadcasting or said it, but you know, army navy game, everyone on the field is willing to die for everybody watching, and that's and that's um, it's, it's it holds true and it speaks true, especially to to you know the things that happened nine eleven and the subsequent war and terror. Um, it's uh yeah, it's, it's very it's very moving, you know. It's, the reason, one of the top reasons why I decided to go to military academy um, was because of 9-11. Uh, and then I, now we're getting to the, it's kind of weird, now we're getting to the time where most of the most of the people who are playing in the game weren't even alive uh, yeah. when 9-11 happened. And to, to show that we were actually still remembering the day and what our country like went through and continues to go through just to fight from that specific day is uh, special. I think Coach Munkin says it. Um, 
I know he says it during Veterans Day too. It's a, it's a day that you shouldn't just remember for one day, right? You should remember it every day. And I know that, especially with, when you're an Army football player and you know what's next after you graduate. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that certainly rings true, right? I mean, just that, hey, every day, every day we're allowed to to have the freedoms that we have in this country, right? It is 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 a blessed day, um, I think, and I don't know I don't know what how you feel about that, but I thought it was pretty powerful for Coach to to say that. Um, I know that he's um, you know, patriotism is uh, he, he tops tops with him too. So um, I, I don't know how you how how you feel about that that um, what he's what he said and what that means. I think um, you know Coach Coach Morgan wants to wants to win football games and. I think he understands uh, what needs to go, but the process needs to happen, especially at, at West Point to do that. And the first thing needs to be is a team that cares about each other um, and understands our, our bigger purpose. Um, he understands that most of the guys that are play aren't going to go to the next level, but they're going to go and join an even, even better team and serve our country. So, um, yeah, so – that sentiment, remembering like veterans um, and the service our country is like is big, and I think we need to hold on to that. No doubt. I know I was talking to um, Andre Carter um, not in a press conference. I just asked him a question, maybe a little bit about Josh McNary. I know how like Coach Munkin was big on you know sending uh, letters to former Army players when you know. Did, did you do that, Andrew? Did you have a guy that you sent a letter to that was in the past that might have been, you know, out there serving or just somebody that you were looking up to when you were a player and how, you know, that brotherhood is kind of born, right? I mean, not born. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it, it continues. It lives on. Yeah. So um, actually, um, my first letters when we first started doing it, we were sending out letters. My first letter was to uh, General Ray Ordinero. Um and rest in peace. But yeah, my first letter was to him and he responded to me. So, um, yeah, he was, he was still out there, chief of staff. Um, and he was serving and he, he came back anytime he came to, to the academy, he made, he made it a point to see me. Um, wow. so it's, it's very special. And that connection, um, it, it, it matters. Um, the small things we do that within the, within the brotherhood, but it matters to see that the current players are reaching out to foreign players. I just ask for advice, how life is, um, is, is very important. Yeah. I'm sure right now, I mean, I, there's some teammates of yours, your army teammates are out there serving right now overseas and, and, def- and defending our country. You hear the story about um, Ray, Ray Wright and JD Moe um, in Afghanistan in the air- airport. Those are guys who are, what maybe two years removed from the army football team. Right. I mean, they're out there, protecting people's freedoms and getting people to safety. And it's un- unbelievable just the stories you hear from that. And I'm sure there's, there's more to tell. And, you know, I don't know, just you see like you're watching the army Navy game, right. And you always see that feed where they pan to a, a base overseas and you have the army, uh, army soldiers watching. And I know you got to know that probably within that group of soldiers, there's a guy who played in this game, right? Or a guy who's connected in the game somehow, some way. And um, man, you were involved in an emotional Army Navy game, right? Your senior year. And I, I can only imagine, like, you know, just, just the pride that 
you you guys had broke the streak that year, right? You broke the Navy streak that year. And just to see all the people rush the stadium, which uh, the field, which I was on and, you know, um, praying for my life that I didn't get, you know, ran over, you know, and trying to, but there were guys, I know there were guys, the former army players. I know there were guys who had served in the army who were maybe a back or retired that rushed the field during that game, Andrew. And that's a, I mean, that's, it doesn't get a lot more powerful than that. I don't know if you were able, I know it's in the moment. So I don't know if that you were able to share that moment with any former player or former, um, you know, a guy, former army, um, officer or, 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 or soldier, but man, that's, yeah. that's, that's good stuff. It was, uh, yeah, it was pandemonium after, after Ma took the last knee, um, it, it finally hit me and then saw people rushing the stands from the stands. But, uh, yeah, I couldn't breathe for a while I and mean, I could breathe, but it was like, it's surreal. Um, but you know, that's what we go, we go into the army Navy game every year and we expect it to win. Um, and just to see our, our hard work come to fruition there was, uh, it was very special, and I know that meant a lot to the brotherhood. Everybody who watched Army football and supports Army football for years. Um, I know I came. I went to a lot of home games this year, and this meeting, you know, lifelong Army fans. Um, they they're like, yeah, I've been watching Army football for forty years, and coming to these games in forty years, and they specifically mentioned that year and beating Navy. How that meant, how much special, how special that was to them. So. And I know being the captain on that team, right? I know that you're you're pretty visible, right? So maybe people when you go back to Mikey Stadium, they might recognize you, right? Right. But that that was also a team that man, that was on a mission, right? That was that wasn't just a couple of players. That was a group of guys that wanted to get this done, right? I mean, they they you look at the guy, you look at the the, the older guys who have been through a little bit of the battles and what you know we're waiting for that moment. And you look at the younger players who kind of continued it after you guys left. I mean, there was a group of just the, the, you, you guys were united, no doubt to, to, to end that streak. It seemed like. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was determined. Um, I would say like in the, in the spring, our winter workouts, how everything we did was, was for that moment. You, you win those, you win those late games late in the season from the work you did in the off season. Um, I remember specifically the, uh, is talking to the freshmen uh, when they first came in at camp uh, and saying how important it was for them to feel a part of this, um, a, a part of like the the brotherhood. Uh, they, they had an opportunity at that point to be the first team to not lose to any service academy. Um, and they, I think they did pretty well, uh, won some CICs and, yeah. and beat, beat them. So, you know, they were able to carry that legacy on Obviously, the the junior class that was behind me and this, you know, carried a torch. So that was that's pretty great. That freshman class has got guys like what? That was the the Eli class, right? Yeah. Um, and Kel and Jalen McClinton and yeah. Kelvin Hopkins. Um, probably missing. I'm probably missing guys too that really got on the field kind of almost you know yeah. early in their careers. And Kel Walker that that 2016 game, Kel Walker was playing fullback and getting a a, a good amount of the carries, you know, back yep. then, right? I mean, so yeah. that was like the secret, you know. Every every everyone needed to contribute. It was a it was a full, definite full team effort there. Yeah, that was a, that was an amazing game. I, I mean, to be on the field, like I said, is one they made. I've had some really great experiences covering Army football. That's probably number one. Um, 
I think that's definitely number one. Number two is uh, being at the Armed Forces Bowl in 2010 and seeing um, Army win the bowl game there against SMU. But yeah, I mean, God, that <laughs> breaking the streak is definitely, definitely number one. Um, what do you, you, you know, you, since since 2016, Army's had a lot of success in the Army Navy game. You know, they what uh, just the one hiccup, and now um, this year, you know, the team is eight eight and three going in. Navy has the opposite record with three wins, and you think that okay, Army's you know going to be favored in this game, and um, you know they get to they got to to win it at the commander in chief's, chief's trophy outright. They got to win this game, right? It's not um, and to get that trip to the White House, which they didn't take last year when they won the commander in chief's trophy. So um, just what we talk, we talk a lot about this on this podcast about what this game, how this game is so much different than any other game in college football. Right. Because just, we know the two opponents are rivals and we know that you guys, when you graduate, you could be serving in somewhere together or somewhere in the same mission, possibly who knows. Um, Can you describe what this game is like, Andrew, I mean, can you describe like, I mean, because, you know, I've been on the field for these games and man, it's, it's unlike no other. Everybody play, everybody gives it every single ounce of energy that they got the kicker, the the, the holder, the punter, you know, everybody down the line. And um, can you describe to us a little bit what it's like playing in these games? Yeah. You know, I've tried to, I try to think about that through the year, how to describe army Navy rivalry. Um, to me, it's like you grow up uh, across from, from your neighbor and they have kids and every day you play a different sport and you try to beat them, right? And then uh, eventually, like, you, you'll get older and then you, you'll leave that block, right? And then you'll have to be together. You're like, hey, we're from the same place. We're going to the same mission. It's like that. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's for bragging rights. It's for everything. Um, you... You, you win that game, you have you have bragging rights for the next year at least, and then for the seniors that graduate, they'll never have to play them again, right? So you better yeah. win, um, and then you you can hold that over. If you ever see a, a naval academy grad again, like yeah, we never lost you guys before, we know, or we want to see SC, um, or you came to Mikey Stadium, we beat you. Like that's that, yeah. that's some that's some like bragging rights you hold over, and it's it's a game that's. Um, you, you don't feel the bigger picture like when you're in it. Um, you, you just know you want to win the game. But once you're outside and, and looking in, uh, and the brotherhood really cares about this, Army fans really care about uh, what happens in this game. And obviously, you, you talk about panning to Army soldiers and then the the the, uh, the seamen uh, out there watching this game because they care about it too. Because their their commanders or their uh, their officers in front of the that were in charge of them probably went to Naval Academy and they were like, yeah. Hey, we're going to watch the army game. Like I, I know we have an important mission to do, but we're going to watch this game and see what happens, see how, how our future leaders fight on the field. Yeah. And I mean, just, I was going to ask you what it's like in the locker room, right? Because uh, um, the top, top people in the army, right. Generals are at these games, right. I mean, they're in the locker rooms there and then, you have former Army football players that might be in the locker room too. I know we had Pete Dawkins on last week. Pete Dawkins is going to be at the Army-Navy game, right? And Pete Dawkins always has a presence in the program. Um, man, and and then presidents could – president could be there, right, with a coin flip. In, in 2016, yes or no with the president? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think 
So 2016, that was election year. So I think the election. Happened, oh yeah, maybe not. And then maybe it was not. Like, okay, uh, so yeah. yeah. So Trump did but not attend. Trump. Didn't I know. I think year. he was like he came, but I don't think he was at the coin toss. I got you. He was the Secretary of Defense. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was in the booth. Yeah, I think yeah. he was in the booth during the game. Yeah, but still, Secretary of Defense being uh, at uh, flipping the coin, right? I mean, there's. Mm-hmm. Man, to just think how many stars are on that, you know, in, in military or, or in attendance in that game, right? It's crazy. Absolutely. Whether they're active or retired, it's just like total respect. And you talked about before um, uh, with General Dierno, that guy did not miss an Army-Navy game, right? I mean, he was he was there. And, wow. Um, yeah, it's it's a week away, right? And the hype is this week with the jerseys, right? And um, the Special Forces Command is – uh, highlighted in the army jerseys and you know andrew they're kind of well they're the away jerseys right people are saying well they're white they're the, well yeah army's the away team they have to they have white, <laughs> light jerseys this year they do, do not wear dark jerseys so they but i thought they did i don't know what you're thinking maybe you can tell us what you think about the jersey i thought they did a really good job on the jerseys but what stands out to me is the helmets i like yeah. the helmets man you know, they're different, right? That's something that you guys – I don't remember any, like, designs on the helmet. I know a lot of decals and stuff, but not a lot of designs on these yeah. Army Navy helmets usually, right? Yeah, I know once we made the switch, um, we, we were rebranded. I think it was my senior year. The helmet had a little, like um, – it, it tried to match the uh, – what, what they wore in, like, World War II over their helmet. Like, they had a oh, little, yeah. like, design and stuff. Yeah, the down the hold. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, yeah, these helmets are, are great. Uh, it matches the, the the vibe and like the the camouflage of the fighting ability. So I think they did a great job. Nike also did a great job. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know. I think this year I'm guessing the, the name plate is going to be still on, right? They're going to still have the last name of the players on, even though it has the one kind of saying on the name plate. I I I think that that's going to you know the you'll. Have, Names on the uniforms too, and United we stand on the back, right? I mean, that's that's a powerful message in itself, and absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you look at the Navy jerseys, and I, Andrew, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, but I'll talk about it. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I can't. Sometimes I think it's a, my first thought was like Air Force, right? My second thought was Top Gun, and yeah, they're the, they're like. The, they're the home jersey, so they have a color to them, right? And navies are most of the time they're always in that blue color. Are they sharp? Yes. Are they better than armies? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I'm, I might be biased, but I think the uh, the model for the for the army jerseys look much bigger uh, than the ones from navy. Uh, <laughs> if I would, if I'll take a shot at navy, I would say that the person who's modeling navies. Acting like he's putting on a uh, a costume, and the person who's modeling for army is putting on a uniform. Um, there you go. That's just my that's my that's my two cents on it. <laughs> that's enough said. That's all that needs to be said. I, I'll I'll break down the jerseys. You break down. The, hey, um, when they were revealed earlier this week, were you were, were you included in that or? Uh, no, I had class. Um, but okay, okay, because yeah, I I, yeah. I saw a couple guys. I, one was one was a uh, strength and conditioning guy. Maybe yeah. they were both strength and conditioning guys. So. Yeah, I know at least one was certain conditioning, but that, that was nice how they, they, they brought it there, and I think it was uh, lunch, and they were in the mess hall. Um, yeah. So it was pretty cool. Do you remember how yours were revealed your senior year? So I was actually at the um, – I was at the Defender of the Nation Award Dinner when they revealed it, but I think they had the team up at Mikey Stadium, and they parachuted in. 
Okay. But uh, that's a pretty cool reveal. But yeah, no, 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 that's that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I guess so. You know, the mess hall. You know, it's, it's still. I mean, just I mean, how much? I want. I always want to ask like army players. How much do the non-football players that our cadets get into this week with the reveals? Are they big on the reveals? Do they care about the jerseys at all? Or, I mean, how much um, do they get into it? Yeah, I don't think the hype was as big um, until, like, 2016 year. Uh, I think that was, like, the first year where there was a little bit of hype. And then, obviously, the the Pando Commandos was um, pretty big. And I think after, after that, like, West Point decided – you know, get the core involved in the reveal. I think that's what they started with the big red one. Um, and then obviously the subsequent ones, they got the core involved. You know, I think, I don't know if they gave out gear this, this year, but I know for big red one, they gave every, every cadet like a, a shirt wow. with like the jersey and stuff. So yeah, that's a, it's, it's pretty cool to get the core involved because obviously we're representing United States Military Academy. We're on that field and for the core to be a part of it, it's always great. No doubt, no doubt. That that's that's pretty cool. Now I'm thinking. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, Andrew. Just because it hit my mind. The, the panel commander. I think was that the one where it was revealed that and and Tate Rank with the um. Yes, with the yeah. with the suit uh, riding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. We, we we've had the soup on our podcast. Uh, yeah. Cheap plug right there. Hey, I wanted to ask you the Defender of the Nation Award, right? You received that your senior year, and this year, um, Eric Smith is is receiving the award pretty, pretty neat. Second army guy. He played a position similar to you. He played probably the same position that you did. Right. And it, I mean, I guess the defense may change a little bit through coordinators, but yeah. both the kind of inside linebacker guys. Um, What do you think about Eric Smith? Um, get uh, being uh, receiving the defender of the nation award this year. Um, Well, one for the defender of the nation award. I think we should win every year. Uh, that's just, <laughs> this is me, but uh, yeah, Eric Smith, um, there's no one more deserving. He is a hard worker on and off the field. Uh, you know, great cadet and he's going to be a great army officer. Um, he's just, he's awesome. I remember coaching him at the prep school. So it was, it, it's great. He's really coming full circle um, just to see how he, how he grows a player. Um, I think he's the, I didn't have this mentality when I first came in. Uh, I just wanted to be on the field as much as possible. And I know when I was like showing him plays, he's when he wanted to know the why behind it. So he, I think he got an understanding of defense, like in general, why linebackers need to fill their gaps, why the safety needs to come on top, why you need to call the defense the right direction. Uh, he he understood that quickly, and you can see how, how well he's doing now. Um, he's a great, fantastic player, uh, you know, tremendous tremendous abilities to, to lead, uh, and I know he's going to be a great leader in our army. Yeah, I mean, just when you talk to Eric, man. He always seems to be like you said. He's pretty deep in thought. He's a guy that thinks things through, right? I mean, he and you look at him on the football field. It's a lot of reaction with him, right? I mean, he he seems like to know the play before they even maybe hike the ball. And um, man, uh, Coach Munkin's always talked about him being, and we see it in we see it in games that he's one of the hardest hitters he's ever seen. Was he was he like that right away at prep or now? Yeah, we needed to teach him how to tackle. He was using his helmet a lot, um, but he was, yeah, he he wants to hit anything. Uh, he, there's there's some drills where I think uh, you know coaches always say, "Hey, you want us to tell you to like pull it back a little bit?" And he's one of those guys who're like, "Hey, we're doing a walkthrough. Like pull it back a little bit." But, uh, yeah, he's he's, he's yeah, want that. all the time. You don't want to, you don't want any of uh, your teammates injured, right? So. Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Man, and so so here's a guy, you know, who who now you coached him in prep school and now it's his senior year. He's a captain and now he's looking for his third win over Navy. And it's a group of guys and that defense, Andrew, we let's, uh, let's put the wake forest game. You know, yeah. Wake forest was a a blip on the radar, right? That was, that was a good offense that caught caught army's defense right that day. Um, Mm -hmm. But since then, I mean, they've been really tough. They've only given up 57 points over the last four games. Liberty's, offense has some weapons in it and to hold Liberty's offense to only one passing touchdown and another quarterback sneak. I mean, what a game they played last week, right? Yeah, that was unbelievable. Um, I don't know if my, my stats are correct, but I think that we got in a turnover on the first possession of the opposing offenses, like drive every single time, every game. Um, I don't know how many years it's been in a row, but I don't know if anybody's who's a betting person uh, bet on Army first turnover um, against the opposing offense, but I'll put that down. Uh, yeah, our defense is, is great, and especially uh, how they how they approached and, and played against Liberty was fantastic. That quarterback is probably going to go one of the first two quarterbacks picked in the draft, and to to fush, to be able to frustrate him and uh, and their offense and what they tried to do uh, was was spectacular. Uh, I couldn't ask for. A, better defensive performance. Yeah, and you look at they were down Julian McDuffie and Cam Jones at corner and Isaiah Morris plays and steps up. Isaiah Morris, man, he was physical in that game. Yeah. He wasn't backing down from anybody, right? Yeah. I mean, and they let him play. So he there were no pass interference. Maybe there was one, but I don't even know if it's on him. He you know, they let him play. He was physical and then Bo Nicholas Paul gets in there, um mm-hmm. gets some reps in there and Jabari Moore, you know, Jabari Moore comes up with an interception to end the game. Um, Navy's not going to throw the ball much to, coming up this week. <laughs> so uh, so now we have to – it'd be interesting to see how Navy attacks this Army defense, right? Because, you know, you think about it, Andre Carter, right? He's had such a great season rushing the passer. But Andre Carter is a pretty versatile defender, right? Mm-hmm. Will they run at Carter? Will they run away from Carter, you know? But then – there's so many guys on this defense that can make – if you're running away from Carter, you're probably, probably running at Eric Smith then, right? Um, yeah. Are they going to fullback dive Army to, Army to, to forever? You know, um, they did put up, uh, I think, 38 points last week. So, I mean, their offense is maybe finding its rhythm. I mean, yeah. when you're playing – when you were playing them, was this, were you just so keyed on the fullback dive or did you have to be aware of the – you have to be aware of the complete triple option, right, or no? Yeah. Yeah, you're always aware of it, but playing teams like Navy, you need to be assignment town. Uh, they're they're a well coached football team, and if you think you know the play, their offensive coordinator is going to see it, their head coach is going to see it, and they're going to run misdirection. And then if you if one person misses an assignment in the triple option, you can be a touchdown. So um, you you need to be assignment town, and that's what how, how we were coached. And I know that's how Coach Munkin and his staff is going to approach this game. They're a well coached team. They've won a lot of games in the past, you know, decade. They won, they won championships. They beat us a lot more than we beat them in the last decade, so they know how to win. Um, so we're gonna, I think they're going to approach the game, you know, with that mentality that they're trying to beat us and not just to roll over because we come in with a better record. They're, this is a team that – this is a game that anybody can win, and the team that executes better is, is going to come out victorious. Yeah, look at, like, the Air Force game this year, right? It seems like um... – Man, these coaches like to maybe throw a surprise at you every once in a while, right? And so when Air Force tries that throwback throwback pass, right? Andre Carter, Andrew, that play by Andre Carter is the play 
probably the player of the year for me for as far as a specific play made by an individual this year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for him to think it's going to be he's in the backfield with his eyes and then for him to backtrack to get his hands on the ball and tip it to basically uh, Cam Jones for an interception. Yeah, that's next that's, level stuff right there. Yeah, that's a, that's a player that you know understands his assignment. He has a flat that flats from the sideline to the hash mark from end zone to end zone, and he knows that's his assignment. And um, he great play by by a great player, uh, just showing maximum effort and not and not giving up on the play. Uh, and yeah, that's this special this special guy. I don't uh, I don't think he's getting enough credit for the season that he's had this year. Um, Man, and he and he played very well at Wisconsin, right? And that that was a marquee game for Army. And man, uh, I've said that he should get some consideration for All American the season that he's had this year. Um, some people say, well, there's not enough visibility with the Army program, and I'm like, man, watch this guy. Well, this is a, this is another place where he can showcase his talents in the Army Navy game, right? Everybody's watching this game. There's not another game on, I don't think. Um, this time around and uh man he'll, he'll be you know he, he'll certainly be in the spotlight so i mean another yeah, chance I mean, for him and right? that's on high when they go to ncaa.com whatever.org and they look up who's a sax leader and they see somebody up there like you have to give him consideration for that um it's it, you know, army's a national televised uh program we had, i think yeah i think there's some biases for other conferences and whatnot but yeah uh, I'm, I'm sure that the the Football Writers Association, whoever votes, will will um, understand his impact and how. I mean, we have a top defense in the country, and for a player who's has the best stat, one of the best stat lines in the country, and not be considered for in a, in a recognized for something like that is would be unbelievable to me, but. You know, I'm I'm sure I'm sure Andre is, is focused on winning. So he doesn't care. Right? He, doesn't he doesn't care about any of that. <laughs> he wants to beat Navy, right? Just like yeah. uh, hit everybody else in that locker room. And yeah. and when those man, when you um, I remember hearing the celebrations um, when we're waiting for press conferences right after the game, and we can hear you guys celebrating in the locker room and the locker room echoing. You know, I remember. I believe your senior year, you opened that temple, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember being at Lincoln Financial Field and waiting for the press conference for Coach Munkin. And man, that locker room was buzzing forever after that one. That was that really got you guys going that year, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that was a good start. And then the Army Navy game that year too. Wow. So I mean, I can't imagine what the locker room will be like on next Saturday if our Army if Army wins again, right? Because um like like we said, they're expensive. They're favorite, they're expected, but there's nothing that probably you can say this. There's nothing more than it means to players about beating your rival, right, in a game like that um, where, you know, Navy season's over after this, right? Army has another game. But um, if Army beats Navy and they can win the bowl game, that's another 10-1 season for Army. So Absolutely. Um, I'm sure uh, you know, Coach Muggin sees that bigger picture, but he's focused on this one, this first game. Um, we need, we need to beat them. Uh, that's the, that's the message. You know, we come out the locker room, we go out to practice, we see beat Navy, beat Navy clock, uh, the the timer, um, the countdown. So we're focused on beating Navy all year round, uh, 365. 
every sport. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, be it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great next Saturday. And uh, man, they'll have Andrew King will be in attendance. We'll be I'll be down there too covering the game. Uh, Black Knight Nation will be there. We we have some. I think we're gonna have some pretty good guests coming up next week too to talk about um, the rivalry, so to speak. Um, Andrew, we really appreciate you have having you on uh, t- tonight, and uh, thanks for the insight on the game. And like you said, uh, no doubt, just being a part of this reveal, it, it, it's, it's it's something that keep keeps you certainly. You definitely st- you still feel a part of the program when you graduate, right? But yeah. I, I, I'm guessing, like to do to be a part of this reveal and have have your the photos of the New Jerseys you're wearing them for, for the pictures for the New Jersey's that's, that's another memory that you're not never going to forget. And you, you just keep on building, even though you, you built, you started building this program right in the foundation to winning your, your senior year. And now to, to watch this from the stands and to still be involved, have, have a part of the little piece of the program. It, it's gotta be, it's gotta be special. So. Yeah. I'm truly best blessed to be in the position I'm, I'm in right now. Um, I can ask for better uh, circumstances, and you know this this brotherhood is, is very strong. And once you're a part of it, you're never a part of it. Um, if that makes sense. So. Yep, no doubt. Really appreciate you having you on tonight. Second time, Andrew King on the Black Knight Nation podcast. We're, we're going to have Andrew back. We're going to have him back again, no doubt down the road. Uh, really appreciate it, Andrew. Uh, thanks so much for your your insight and uh, being here with us. Thank, thanks, Al. I appreciate it.